Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay, that's Saul, that's Flex, and that's Espo. How you guys doing on Good. this fine Thursday afternoon? Fantastic Thursday. Fan- I thought it was Friday. Fantastic Same. Thursday. I thought it was Friday. The Suns are 4-4. and <laughs> I four. Did too. 500, baby! Here we come. We're not going to see below 500 again this year. No, I thought you were celebrating mediocrity. Oh. Celebrating, <laughs> by the way. That's I don't what, know where the fuck that that's is. That's what we do every day here on this it's show. It's like chemistry. It's just chemistry. one of those things chemistry, that you, know, you either know or you don't know, you know? Uh, I too feel like it's not a Thursday. It's weird when we don't have shows on Monday. But mm-hmm. We have a game on Sunday. I feel like it throws the whole week. I off. just literally walked up to Mac and I was like, "How did TPSP go?" And she was like, "Bro, that's tomorrow." <laughs> like, it's like today is Thursday. And I've been my, here all my, day. My, it's not like I left the office. My barber is why I think it's Friday. I usually get my cuts on Friday. And you going today? Yeah, because he's got like a wedding rehearsal tomorrow, mm-hmm. so he hit me up. And so I've been feeling weird about the whole day. I, I did think it was Friday. You do it every Friday? Yeah, I try every Friday. Oh, all right. Ashley in the chat said it's Friday in Australia, so we're just all running on Aussie time, apparently. <laughs> That's what's going on. All right, guys, we got some sun stuff to talk about today. Obviously, we finally got to see Bradley Beal make his debut for the Phoenix Suns this season last night. It was a little bit of a rough game overall, but specifically when we hone in on Bradley Beal, what did you guys see that really stood out to you? Tired dude. <laughs> a tired dude that hasn't been able to do cardio because when you have a back problem, you're not supposed to do any of that stuff. Um, and so he was exhausted. I mean, I was looking at the game with my wife and three minutes into it, I'm like, bro, this guy's blowing. Like he is like sucking for air. Um, and when he went to the bench, you could see. So he, he looked tired. His legs were – he looked like he caught a little bit of a second win later. But I thought it was fine. I mean, for the first time not playing ball, uh, coming off a back, he's fine. I think every game will get better. And once he gets in NBA game shape, he'll be Brad Bill. Yeah, I saw I saw a guy that came as advertised with three-point shooting early on, the, the two threes. His gravity did help. I think that's part of why Nurk, uh, our Walmart Jokic, had such a good game. Actually, do we have that image? Let's throw Walmart Jokic up while we're while we're talking about. Him. Yeah, see you there. <laughs> Look at that Walmart guy. Walmart uh, Jokic here uh, playing good ball last night because I think in part uh, he he that's benefited. You like that photo, child? That's yeah, good. That's solid. Uh, so hot wheels in the background. It, it yep. is hot wheels <laughs> in the background. But I think he benefited from. Bradley Beal, and you can't cheat off Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Even even when he's 3 of 12, you can't cheat off Bradley Beal uh, in that. So I think he benefited from it. We saw some really good passes. We heard that, you know, between him and Book, they can take the load off of needing a real point guard. And I think you saw that in flashes last night. But to Flex's point, not in game shape yet, but once he is, the, you're going to see a lot more of the little things we saw last night that will go a long way. Real quick shout-out to the Philippines and, and my Himalaya player, uh, Santos, uh, yeah. Sans M. Uh, thanks for watching the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bradley Beal was – I mean, I didn't expect much from him last night, mm-hmm. so I wasn't disappointed. You could tell that, first of all, he didn't attack the rim barely at all. Yeah. Um, if, if there was even a play – where he attacked the rim. He tried a couple, but he didn't look uh, good. Yeah, and, and he told he could tell after like a couple steps that it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, because typically 
he's one of the better players at getting to the rim. So that'll come uh, as his conditioning and, and strength comes back. And overall, I just thought that he did a good job of just playing within himself. He didn't force anything. He wasn't trying to, you know, be out of pocket in terms of just chucking up shots. Uh, he wasn't shooting the ball well. About after halftime, he didn't really shoot too much anyway. Yeah. So I, I wasn't concerned about him at all. I thought he did a, a suitable job considering the limitations he had, and he'll only get better. And I expect the Lakers game tomorrow to be almost a completely different Brad Beal. Yeah, he only played 24 minutes last night. He was on a minutes restriction. And, you know, Flex, to your point, we were talking about this before the show began. It's a no-brainer, but I also didn't really think about it in this way that when you're dealing with a back injury, you really can't do a whole lot mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Whereas some other injuries, you can still do a little bit of cardio here and there. But with when it comes to the back, you're pretty limited on what you're able to do. So for Bradley Beal, it might take him that ramp up phase might be a little longer than what we're used to seeing. But still, in his debut Knowing that there's going to be a ramp up and knowing that he was on a limits restriction, he played pretty well in last night's game. Yeah, Ger Ger we saw some good good uh, flashes. Yeah, Gertz Jr. in the chat saying he saw how many games does it take for a player to get back into game shape. Honestly, at the NBA level, um, considering Bradley Beal's role, I would say don't expect too much for about four to five games. Yeah, I think four to five games you start to get. To, it's not about conditioning at a certain point. Like I think game two or three. Conditioning, he'll be fine. It's about the rhythm, about feeling good on the court, knowing what your your capabilities are, and then on top of that, throwing in the chemistry with your teammates, how everybody works with each other. Um, it's just going to take a little bit. So I think after about the next four or five games, we'll mm -hmm. finally start to see uh, some semblance of the real Bradley Beal. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Four to five games, and, and, and I think you said it perfectly. I think the first three is actual conditioning, and then the next two is timing and rhythm of the game. Mm -hmm. So four or five games, he should be fine. Um, but I think two, three games, he'll be back to like game shape, mm -hmm. but not rhythm. It's it's like, so when you're out there on the court and you're playing um, and, you're, and you're getting back into it in a game, you're so much more conscious about the way your body feels, yeah. the way you're breathing, every little move. It, it, it feels like every little move can be taxing at points. Um, and then you get to this point where you start to play ball and you don't even realize how much work and effort you're putting in yeah. to running up and down the court because you're in such a great rhythm, your breathing rhythm, uh, you know, your, your, your body mechanics, everything just kind of synchronizes. And that's when you start to see players play at a peak level. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much variation there. So I think in this early going, that's what you're seeing right now is just him thinking about everything from body to movement on the court, to chemistry, to the plays, like it's all, it can be a little difficult, but I have no doubt that he'll figure it out soon. Can I can I tell you something funny? When I was in high school, junior year, I had my first back issue, and I had rehabbed it, came back for a conference tournament. First three plays of the game, I blow by. Three layups. Cooked after that, bro. <laughs> like the legs completely left, yeah. and you, you just couldn't do anything. And it was like I was feeling like I was hyperventilating because you're so excited to get out there. But then the body's like, hold on, bro. Like, you haven't done this in a minute. And so I thought of you one play, he was in the post. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. As soon as he did it, I thought of yeah. you because you love him in the post. Mm -hmm. And I saw it, and he, he, couldn't, he couldn't do what he, he bailed out and he, he took a fadeaway. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, guys. But, no, yeah. you're good. Espo, to your point, though, as far as how Bradley Beal, we, we, we saw last night the effect he had on Nurk and Nurk's ability to kind of take advantage of having Bradley Beal out there with him. So Bradley Beal, after last night's game, said this, quote, you got to respect everybody on the floor. Beal explained after the game, quote, I tried to be a three-level scorer, and I think it makes the floor that much more spaced and gives guys like Kay, and when Book gets back, more space to create and operate. You got to really respect everybody out there on the floor, because when Grayson's out there, you got EG out there, guys who can really shoot and put it on the floor, you got to pick your poison. Why are you guys laughing at me? Because <laughs> of Nate Dunn's comment. <laughs> Nate, come on, man. Oh, I see. We're I'm making sorry, fun Lynch. of Flex again. Nate, stop um, it. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, pick your poison has been talked about with this Sun Squad for a while. And Bradley being out there has given Nurk way more space to operate within. Obviously, you got to respect Kevin Durant. But then when Book comes back, it's going to become even greater. Yeah. And Nurk's just going to be able to be his sweet self out there and actually thrive within 
this team and this system. Well, and I think it was more than just Nurk too. I think Grayson early on benefited mm-hmm. uh, from that as well. So he gets in a rhythm early because he's got better looks, which then translates to the rest of the game where he was able to play. It, it helped KD early on too. I, it, you know, I think we did KD a disservice yesterday. We did not talk a lot about his game. We, we kind of talked about him a little bit, but th- I think that's because Kevin Durant is just that good that you, you, Oh, he almost had a triple double, but yeah, look, Nurkish did something because it's not what you normally see, but I think he benefited early on from Beal being out there too, which helped him uh, perform that way. This this team is built around, like, I hate that we say the word so much, but gravity. The gravity of all those big three. And eventually, when you have them out there, it makes everybody else's job easier along the way. Yeah. And we started to see those effects last night, even with Bradley Beal not playing great. Well, I, I don't think we didn't talk about KD enough last night because I didn't feel like he was really the focal point of of – of the Suns' victory last night. Like, he obviously, he's always the focal point for the Suns. But what I mean is, is like, you had two contributors that contributed at such a much, mm-hmm. uh, at a much higher level that you have to acknowledge that. Like, it's the same, remember, it's the same thing we talked about with Devin Booker. Like, we made a rule last year that if Devin Booker doesn't drop at least 30 in a game, then he's not going to be player of the game because right. that's the standard yeah. that he set. He's always going to outscore everybody else on the team. And if we did it that way, then he would get player of the game every single game. And that's kind of the standard that we hold KD to now. Great. Now, when all three of them come back, oh, now we can vary it up because mm-hmm. uh, any one of those three could be the leading scorer that night. Any one of those could uh, could lead the team in assists and maybe have a triple-double, and, and that kind of opens everything up. So. Yeah. Um, I, I thought KD played a, a, a typical KD game. Didn't take crazy amount of shots, scored a lot of points, um, was a, a good facilitator, got to clean up the turnovers. I, he's He was good as always. He always yeah. is. I will say it is easy to fall into that trap a little bit at times, though. Um, we've we, It's happened to us with Devin, and I'm sure it's inevitable mm-hmm. that if it hasn't already happened, it will happen with KD where you – kind of take them for granted not intentionally just that you get so used to what they bring night in and night out that it just it just becomes their normal day-to-day thing where it's like yes this is greatness but at the end of the day Kevin Devin Bradley Beal I expect you guys to have 20 to 30 points every single night so when you do that it's kind of like checking a box and it's not as impressive anymore in kind of the grand scheme of things just because we're so used to it not that it's not actually impressive. you know what's weird about yesterday is that i actually thought this was kevin's best game minus the turnovers and and i say that because the entire game was run through kd yesterday all the turnovers y'all complain about were people trying to get it to kd first most of them it was it was kd in a block Eric Gordon trying to get it to him, turnover. Nurkic, instead of just giving it to Grayson Allen on the corner, trying to force it to KD. The whole offense ran through KD. I think this, if you look, go back and look at the tape, this is the game that he brought the ball up more than any any other game this season. Um, he operated out the post. They sent doubles all night. And that's why Grayson hit 8-3. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I like that Grayson contributed. But he you saw said this yesterday on the show. You said he hit open shots. You mm-hmm. said that. Right? Who, Grayson? Yeah. Yeah. They weren't contested. They weren't mm-hmm. ISO. They weren't, hey, let me break you down. And they were wide open shots. And those shots were there because Kevin was operating out of that wing post and finding the double. And Grayson's sitting there with nobody within 10 feet and he's shooting the basketball, which he's supposed to do. So but, I thought Kevin played terrific yesterday. But also the ball movement, I thought in that first half was yes. at a peak level. It was great, yeah. Like they were swinging that ball around. Um, you know, with, with a with a purpose, and it yeah. wasn't just to just do it. It was like I know if I make this extra pass, homie's going to be open in the corner, yeah. and that's what exactly what yeah. happened. Yeah. So it looked more like the the preseason when we saw this offense humming in that first half, mm-hmm. where you did see that ball move. When uh, things slow, that's when this team's in in trouble. So. Yeah, couple comments in the chat about the turnovers, and one hundred percent, we're right there with you guys. We did talk about this quite a bit in last night's show, but. The the minus and the positive here when it comes to the turnovers is that a lot of them are self-inflicted. A lot of them are just being sloppy or lazy with the ball, which means they can clean them up very easily. On the flip side, it's like, okay, so then clean them up. 
Yeah. Now, please and thank you. When Devin <laughs> We're comes kind of back, over it. When, when Devin comes back, got to get cleaned up because he's the true point guard. They're well, operating without one right now. I, I think when Beal gets in the rhythm too, that help because yeah. he's also a guy uh, that they can pass the rock. I think what the problem is is you were so much relying on KD and relying on Nurk to be distributors. Where yes, they can do that, but them being the primary guys is not what you what you want the most. So yeah, I again, this is just one of those. It will clean up eventually. Yeah. If it doesn't. And Devin starts throwing seven, then I'll then I'll be worried. Yeah. And it's not going to all run. The, everything's not going to run through KD all the time. Right. They're not going to look at KD as the outlet. They're not. Yeah. He's he's not going to be the guy who can save the day mm -hmm. if we get in a sticky situation. We're not just going to try and force the ball to KD. Now we've got options. Yeah. We can get it to KD. We can get it to Book. We can get it to Beal whomever and then in that second unit you'll have Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon so you have more options there too so in theory things will clean up naturally with all the guys out there on very the much so and don't forget the best ball handler and passer on the team Bull. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. as soon as he sees the floor it's, oh, it's my, man, my man over. Zeke was on something that <laughs> night yeah, yeah, on something for sure <laughs> he was on something <laughs> can I address something real quick of course alright so uh, <laughs> some of you guys just talking about the Twitter sphere and people Bagging on the Suns, talking about they're going to be a playing team and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say this. Everybody that is not a Suns fan is hoping that the Suns will absolutely just implode, mm -hmm. right? Like, so you can't take stock in it. Like, I, I heard a couple snippets of a Denver pod, not DMBR, it was a different pod. <laughs> and, and you could just tell by the tone of this guy's voice that he was already like anti Suns. And the way he was coming across was just like, aren't you worried? Because he had a son's guest on. And he was like, aren't you worried? It seems like they can't figure it out. And Bradley Beal hasn't played and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, everybody just pardon my language, but shut the fuck up. You don't know anything like you. If you don't understand what's happening, you never will because you're trying to find the negative and the, the, the reason why the Suns won't be X, Y and Z. Now, I'm not saying the Suns are going to win the championship. I hope they do. They have a great shot to. But you cannot judge this team off of eight games without two of their major superstars. Stop. Just stop. Stop even trying. Well, and the thing of it, too, is it, it's a continuation of the conversation around Devin Booker, where people came out when the Suns put this group together and said, there's no way it's going to work because X, Y and Z. Take your poison as far as what excuse it was. Health, lack of point guard, et cetera. And now you got to double down on that. You can't, you're going to use whatever you can to fit the narrative that you created yes. and to create confirmation for that. The same way they do with Devin, because back in the day when Devin was first in this league, they didn't want to admit that he was capable of what he was actually capable mm -hmm. of. So it's just the life of being a Suns fan. Yeah, like, for, every, for everybody's sanity. It's one of those things. For everybody's sanity, just accept that everybody out there is going to throw shade, going to throw hate. This is living in a quote-unquote super team world, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, the, you are the villains right now, and you're going to stay that way. And, yeah, they're going to look for anything to confirm the, the bias that they already had. So this is an echo chamber that we're going to live in until they win a title. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be some kind of, hey, well, they had an easy path. Or, hey, it was a fluke. Or, you know, any of that. I'm stuff. glad you said not that. For me, no, no, not, not for me. No, no, no. I'm glad you, Outside I'm glad you said that, Espo, because this is exactly the Denver Nuggets all over again. Yeah. It's to the T. Exactly. Okay. And people said that about the Denver Nuggets. They, and they I thought that that healthy. was shit. No, that was that's what they were saying. Jamal Murray can't stay healthy. Michael Porter Jr. can't stay yeah. healthy, right? Joker's not going to be able to keep playing without getting hurt. Mm -hmm. We heard that all last year, and they proved everybody wrong. They got together. They won a championship. They were relatively healthy. Mm -hmm. Guess who's out for the whole month of November now? Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray, right? So that's I, I'm and that's I'm not taking a shot. I, I wish him the best. I don't wish injury on any. But what I'm saying is, is 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 basketball. People are going to deal with injuries. If you're lucky enough to have a full season where you avoid catastrophic mm -hmm. ones, you give yourself a chance. The Suns up until this point are dealing with injuries that I would call extremely minor injuries. I, I haven't heard of any injury that is deemed to be that serious. And so you deal with it. You deal with it now and you hope that you're healthy later. And when you start hearing guys out four to six weeks, those are injuries that I think are really worth talking about. I, I would say this, too, in regards to our injuries. And I know we've said 
I don't know. It feels like almost fool's gold every time we say, oh, we'll just wait until we have all three, until we have all three. And so we might only have all three for 20 to 30 games maybe this season because I feel like at various points, guys are going to be sitting out because of injury or whatever, wear and tear or whatever. Like it might not happen that often. You need to wrap your head around that and be ready for if that does happen. As long as all three are ready to go by the playoffs and they've had some time okay. to work on that chemistry during the year at various points, I'm cool. I don't give a shit if all three of them play 40 games apiece. Well, that's I just care about the playoffs and I want to see them all gel at some point during the season and had some run with each other so they know exactly what to expect when they do get to the playoffs. Because if they are if they don't get to the playoffs without having that chemistry, then it's a completely different. Is there a magic number for you? For what? Of games that the big three has to play together out say, of the 82. I would say 40. Okay. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. If they can play 40 games, they'll be fine. Right now, they're, they're already eight down right now. <clears throat> Any, anything more than the 10 that they had with KD going into the playoffs last year. We, <laughs> we know that that wasn't enough to build chemistry. Hell, they yeah. only got 17 between Harden, Kyrie, and, 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 like and five KD years. in like three <laughs> years, right? Like, so, I mean... I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but you got to be, you got to wrap your head around that possibility from time to time. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but Hemingway in the chat reminds us minus 80 unbothered. Damn right. Uh, saw you down <laughs> 80 right. on our competition for bets this season, but that's okay because I got something for you. Our friends over at Desert Financial Credit Union are hooking us up with 200 in bonuses. When we open a free checking account online, you can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. That'll get you back in the game real quick there, Saul. Desert Financial Credit Union has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union uh, for 84 years. And they are dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. So if you want to take advantage of those $200 in bonuses, go to desertfinancial.com slash 200. Also, you could use that to hit up a few Suns games, maybe a few Coyotes games or some concerts because our friends over at Game Time have really great deals on tickets. We love using Game Time when we are looking for tickets to any event in town. And we've got a coupon code for you as well. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. But again, create an account and redeem that code PHNX for $20 off. Down download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Lindsay, you know how many you know how many ASU basketball tickets you can buy for that $200? $200. Bucks? 200. 200, I mean, 200 tickets. tickets 200 tickets right now. <laughs> uh, I do want to say, like, there's a meme out there that I, that perfectly surmises what I feel right now about my minus 80. Um, <laughs> it, it goes, behold, the field in which I grow my fucks, lay thine eyes upon it, and thou shalt see that it is barren. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. None given. Okay, none. so translation. I'm not worried about this at all. I'm still none winning. Given. I'm still going to win Translations, the 86 leg. Parlay <laughs> is coming, and then he'll be up $2.5 million, and it'll be all over. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, we should do that, because it's only $10 you go in the hole, Like, but if you hit, nobody's catching you. No. You know, you know, you know, you know my You son? have to hit at least once, or you're not getting out of that yeah, once. That's the other problem. No, but you can, it yo, is quite literally a coin toss on that one. If there's 12 games in the NBA, my son will periodically take $1. And put two things that's supposed to happen in each game. And the payout is like 80 bands. Like a dollar. Yeah. Like yeah. $25,000. Has it ever hit though? No, no, no. So, <laughs> but if it hits one time, but if it hits one time, if you hit that one time, and but I will say this he hasn't hit that particular one, but it's come closer than you would think. Okay. <laughs> two, three off, an assist here, so it's close. <laughs> If you hit one of those, it's over. I mean, that's kind of the motto of my life. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's keep going out on this conversation oh, here. I am not going to acknowledge that at all. Uh, we are going to talk about Devin Booker in just a minute. But first, this came from Shams yesterday, and I found this very interesting. So Shams tweeted out some potential updates around the NBA draft. So... He said, as part of meeting today with general managers, the NBA discussed possibility of extending draft format to two days beginning as soon as 2024, sources tell The Athletic and Stadium. I 
hate this 100%. I do not need two days of the NBA draft. And that is not shade at the draft in general. It's just like it's an achievement to to be selected in the second round of the NBA. I'm not discrediting that. But who is watching the second round only for an entire day of coverage outside of Flex? Who well, is doing that? Who's asking for it? Sam Presti's got to be the guy okay. asking for this. Can, no. He has too many picks to prepare for. Can I give y'all what's really happening here? For real. No, for real. I'm going to tell y'all hey. what's really happening, and I love it. Hey, why are you raising your voice, sorry. man? Sorry. Because I raised we my voice. Go ahead, go ahead, sorry, man. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. You got an open floor, man. I love, I, I love this idea. <laughs> and I love oh. this idea. I'm going to tell you why. I think that they're going to break it down into two segments. I think the lottery is going to be first. And then day two will be the remainder of the first round plus the second round. I hate that even more. Hold on, hold on. Let me explain. So I think the reasoning behind this, Lindsay, is first of all, you add intrigue to day two because when a guy slips out of the lottery, now they got 24 hours to work on deals, make phone calls, get spicy, do things. You can't do that when you're on the clock and and it's rocking and rolling on the NBA draft. So I think it adds intrigue to day two. I think it adds intrigue for people to move up and talk trades. But y'all are missing the major point. Who's going to watch the second round of this year's draft? Do y'all? Am I, what are y'all missing? Like, am I the only one that has fig- that got this figured out? Please tell us. Yeah, please enlighten us. <laughs> the second round of this year's draft is going to be highlighted by one Bronny James. The son of the LeBron James, who everybody's going to want to see what second round team drafts Bronny James no, because he, he is not going first round. No, okay. Don't say that. There's Question. one team that's drafted him. They're LA Lakers. Nobody cares. There's no injury. Also, and people are going to watch for that no. because if it's not the Lakers, you, you're automatically in the LeBron sweepstakes. Are people <laughs> actually going to watch or do they just want to know? No, I think they're going to That's watch. the question I have. Right. And then also, okay, you bring up a good point with Bronny. I'll give you that. But I have a problem with the way, like, you do lottery and then everything else on the second day. Because now you're either just, like, the experience for those guys who worked their butts off for however long it took for them to reach that level is minimized to an extent because now you have guys showing up to two separate days of the draft and it just doesn't feel as special on that singular draft night where you're all there with your family, you're dressed up like it's a whole thing. I feel Uh, like you lose some of that for these guys. And that's a big, big time deal for a lot of them. This is a horrible, horrible idea. Okay, you're going to do it once for one guy in Bronny James who might not even get drafted because of his heart condition. Uh, that's going to cause a lot of fear in a lot of teams. And I know people will say, hey, you know what? We'll, He's we'll, take, we'll take a flyer. We'll take a flyer on Bronny because it might mean LeBron's coming to our organization at the age of fucking 89. Cool. But, like, what about after that? You're not having Bronny come out every single year. Like so, so what that are you would be doing? Awesome! <laughs> if they just kept redrafting, you know, like, I, I just I don't understand it. It's sixty picks. It's not like it takes forever. Yeah, it only takes four or five hours to get the whole draft done. Why do I need to separate that into two days? Day two is not going to be anywhere near as highly viewed as day one. It's just not. If you add it, if you add the end of the first round, I think it will be. Let me ask you something. Well, how, how much? How many? How many people you think actually watch the whole NBA draft? They watch the first lottery and they tune out. They switch the channel and they find out who they picked it. Right? That's my point. No, 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 no. This is my point. If you're a business, if you're the NBA, and you can get two nights out of this instead of one night where people tune out after 30 minutes. the numbers are going to be so drastically different that you're not going to be able to sell it for the same price. They have metrics that show, like, viewership from hour to hour that shows, like, the decline. If I'm a a sponsor, unless you're telling me I have to because of X, Y, and Z— I'm not paying for this fragmented coverage. I don't know, man. I think, I think y'all missing this. I, I like it. Two days NBA draft. I, I think it's you don't a really get more draft. Idea. It's the same shit. You don't get more <laughs> draft, but you get more potential for movement in the draft because you're giving teams an entire damn day after the kid slips how, out of the lottery. How? 
How, you How see, do you watch the NFL draft? Yes. Okay, after the first round, there's always that guy that's, that's supposed to be a first-round pick. That's a second-round pick. The entire next day of coverage is which but, 31 or but, 32 teams are going to trade up to get Dalvin Cook with the first pick. Yeah, but there's a difference because second-rounders in the NFL can have a huge impact. Rarely do second-rounders in the NBA have that. I you have the Yoke of the league. Yeah. And it that took is, them five years to get to that Ginobili. point. Hall of Famer. You're I'm not fucking prepared. I'm fucking out to him anybody. God damn it. And y'all love Tumani Kamara, who was in the game last night for the Blazers. Yes, but look, I'm not saying (laughs) GMs don't care about the second round. Yeah. I'm saying the average fan, knowing that 75% of these guys are likely Europe-bound or G-League-bound, are not going to tune in just to watch those guys they don't really know yes. get drafted. Now, I have one caveat that I would watch this. Okay. You bring up, okay, say it's the lottery, and then the remainder of the first round, the second round on day two, and you bring up the guys that may be there that don't get drafted. Well, I propose that they have to stay in the green room <laughs> that entire time, and no. it becomes a 24-hour reality show on NBA TV, what is it? What is it and be, then I'm interested. What is it going to be sponsored by Mr. Beast? It's like, okay, okay, hold, it's on, like hold on, hold on. So is the argument that, that it's a good idea, or is, is it about ratings? Well, it's both. always about ratings. About? Both. It's it, both. I mean, if y'all asking me if I would, if from a GM and scout perspective, you can pull the mic away from me. Okay. Right. You're too loud. Right. You're scaring me. If you're telling me that from a GM and scout perspective, that you wouldn't like an extra 24 hours to sit behind the scenes and talk to teams and talk to players and potentially do something, because a guy that's supposed to be top 10 slips, I mean... I, I don't I don't know how that's a bad thing for basketball. What do y'all what, what's going on? Uh, poor Ren. Ren in the chat said, Ah, my kid just woke up because of well, did you too. Did you see the goon? Right now. The goon says, Thanks, you guys woke up the wife. Now I have to talk to her. Apologize <laughs> right now. Yo, you my bad. Too. Sorry, we woke <laughs> up the kid. Like, listen, I I, I don't think it gives <sighs> Yeah, sure. As a GM, you get an extra day to, to try and wheel and deal. I get that. But at the same time, like we're this is a business decision by the NBA. I don't think this is a good business decision because I don't think that the second day of the NBA draft is going to be as electric or as viewed as the first the first day. It just I feel like that's just facts. You know what they need to fix in the draft? I don't need two days. There's one thing I need. Commissioner Silver and the, the NBA to fix the hat. The hat. Stop That's making it. guys walk up there yep. wearing a hat of a team that did not pick them because we know they've been traded. Yes. You fix that, and, and you tell me, okay, we'll fix that, but you got to watch two days. Fine, we got a deal at there. that point. We'll make you a because, trade because we r- rid ourselves of the stupidest thing about the draft. Hundred percent. So listen, we're not all on the same page on this one. I don't think the chat is either, but we will find out. This upcoming summer, what the NBA has decided, but it is a potential that we will have two days. I of just don't draft. understand the reasoning behind it. Like it's, they didn't, they didn't give a. a, a it could a, be a mixed bag of things. It could be the fact that the the GMs and the organizations do want additional time. It could also be a ratings thing for the NBA. Um, in and of themselves, it could be a mix of things, and like, they all just maybe think it's a good idea to at least test it out. I feel like they they looked at all the other leagues, the NHL, the NFL, and, and Major League Baseball, and they're like, well, they have multiple days. Why don't we? Maybe. I'm like, okay, cool. But they also have way bigger rosters. Like, they have 30, and 40, more spots available 50, 60. For said pr- yeah, like, yeah. And, mi- we have, and a strong minor league system. You have in, in 12 to 14 sports. spots on the NBA roster. You and don't maybe, need all that time. Maybe that is one of the reasons. Maybe they, you know, all 30 teams will have a G League here in the next year or two, and maybe they're trying to build that up. I know they're already – 
Haven't they already started the you don't have to go to college anymore if you could take the G League route? Yeah. So maybe the NBA is really this, focused on building that up. And this is one of those steps in that direction. This will make sense. Uh, we'll concede this. This will make sense if they add another round because of that. And like maybe they, that's they're, something that they're we'll trying see down to the road. add more bodies oh, to the G League. Now I gotta affiliate. watch three nights. <laughs> but here's no, the thing, no, <laughs> Kyle. If y'all, if y'all won't watch the here's sixty, the you gonna watch ninety? Kyle T sent us I mean, a super chat at that point and said, "Next topic, please." <laughs> Laughing face emoji. I got you, uh, Kyle. We're gonna move right on along past this one. Welcome to the sad uh, because we got a bunch of shenanigans <laughs> in that <laughs> one, and we got more things to talk about. But first, you can build your empire. You can build your own empire within <laughs> your empire with Empire Today. With Empire Today, you get to shop at home. It's super convenient. You will find the right product for your needs, and it's quick and professional installation. And a price match guarantee. The best part about Empire is they have a floor visualizer. You can find it at empiretoday.com slash phnx. And it quite literally lets you visualize what these floors are going to look like in your own space. It's the coolest thing ever. So schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when you use the promo code phnx. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash phnx for all the details. And of course, you guys know Arizona's Family Sports is your home of the Phoenix Suns. You can see the games on Arizona's Family 3 TV on and on Arizona's Family Sports Channel 44. And all you need is an antenna. They got indoor, they got outdoor. You can find them online. You can find them here at local retailers. But wherever you live in Arizona, you can visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. AZ Family is a great resource to help you find Phoenix Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. What, man? So hey, here's the deal. Lim Triscuits, calm down, okay? We ain't old heads. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Dude, haven't we established this already? You can't be an old head until you're 40, I suppose. We can't, we, okay. can't, we can't open that can of worms. We ain't got enough time 21 today days. for that. Uh, <laughs> one thing that the NBA is not doing correctly, in my opinion, is tossing star players out of games for ridiculousness okay Giannis got tossed last night because he was quote-unquote taunting somebody after a big time dunk and I'm just like listen we're not the NFL okay we're not the no fun league we're the NBA we're allowed to have fun don't throw out star players you you implemented this whole threshold around rest and missing games because you don't want people to not be able to watch these stars well don't throw them out either for bs a million percent. I don't know how you can throw out a star player that people pay a lot of money to come watch um, because he's getting he's getting antagonized. You know he was getting antagonized by Isaiah Stewart because he is an antagonist. He was probably talking a lot of shit and trying to give Giannis the business, and then he got his shit done in, and the ref was like, hey, you're out. And then it wasn't even about that, too. It was also about the ref's reaction yeah. when one of the most respected players in the league, one of the guys that is probably the most calm and, and respectful guys in the NBA is approaching you and you have the gall to turn your back and tell him to get out of your face. Yeah. Man, if I, was, if I was Giannis, I would not have acted as professionally as he did because, yeah. man, that was disrespectful. Yeah. And refs like that need to be out of the league. Yes. They don't have any – if you can't handle – Talking to a player and telling them why somebody got ejected, then you shouldn't be a ref because yeah. you got too thin skin and you probably got rabbit ears. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with it if it happens against the Suns. <laughs> Any other situation? No, look, I, refs have. There's always been this problem in the league though because at some point they're power hungry in a, in a little bit of a way. They want to act as if. This is our game. We're controlling it. It's like nobody's paying to see you, bro. I, I would not give a crap if the league went to you know playground rules and there were no refs because I'm not there to watch some guy dressed in uh, you know black and gray, uh, you know, with a whistle. I, yeah, there'd be Dude, a foul every, every play. Damn time down the <laughs> court, it'd be a That's foul. Fair. Okay, but, but you know, but I'm not there to watch these guys. <laughs> 
make these calls. I could really, I, really, the best game is when you don't even notice the refs are out there doing that stuff. They're just doing their job, mm-hmm. and nobody's nobody's even paying attention. Like last night, we talked about the clock operator in the <laughs> Suns game, where it didn't it didn't change at all. You should not be talking about a clock operator in a basketball game, yeah. just like you shouldn't be talking about a damn ref yeah. because they should be making the right call as often as they can and not making it about them. And in that situation, you're making it about you. And there's no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. That was atrocious. I thought it was comedy. Giannis is probably the most humble, uh, good, loving superstar I've seen in any sport in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like that guy just gets it and he gets ejected. i tell you what the, the highlight of the night was for me when I saw that. Him sitting down courtside, courtside yeah. with his legs crossed like this. That fan is going like, to remember that forever. Yo, I would have left him there. If I, I if I was the owner of the Bucks, I'd have said, stay your ass right there. I'm paying the whole fine. Stay there. I'm bringing you a beer and a popcorn. We're going to win this game. I want That's that. what I would have done. I want that. If, if you're thrown out, you should be able to stay there. And then just sit there and stare at the I do have a question. Is that possible? Can no. you no. You can't stay no, there and watch the game. You got to go. Yeah. The all arena. I'm saying, oh, okay. all I'm saying is, is if the league is so, is putting in so much emphasis to make sure stars are available to be seen by fans, this is an area where they need to have a conversation as a whole, but mostly with the officials because you should be allowed. Like, yes, there are limits as far as like taunting and things of that nature goes, but you should be allowed to express emotion within yes. this game. You should be allowed to celebrate. You should be allowed to. Flex on a dude. You should be allowed to be frustrated like Eric Gordon got one the other day for slamming the ground. We're not sure if he said something or not because his his back was to us. But when you are in the thick of a highly competitive sport, you should be allowed to show emotion. Like, let's just calm down for five seconds, officials. You know, the reason why the NBA became as popular as it did was because basically the Lakers and the Celtics had such a crazy rivalry and it was physical. It was ugly. There was trash talk. There was clotheslines. There was fights like personality. But that built, that built the, the, the credibility of the league in some sorts, because it was like must see TV. You didn't want to miss the next game. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan and the Pistons come along and they kind of do the same thing. And that was like the birthplace to me of like the current NBA. And now they're trying to take some of that away like, these guys aren't trying to go into the stands and fight. Like, I know that happened a couple times before, but it's been a long time since those days. Let them express emotion. That's why we love this game. Like, I don't care if somebody is just giving somebody the business the entire time. It makes me want to hate them more, and hate fuels me. I just want to see that some more. Okay, I want KD. to see Devin Booker just dunk on Luka and just give it to him. That's what we love about it. That's why we hate Luka so much, because he gives him that shit-eating grin all the time, and you just want to punch him in the face, but it makes you feel so much better when you win. Like, don't take that away from me, NBA. Damn well, it. I, there should be, like, five words you can't say to a ref, and physical contact with a ref should be a no-no. Of course. Other than that, let him do it. You're in an arena of 20,000 people either screaming for you or against you, and you're not supposed to show emotion when you yak on a guy and like also, that. And also, I'm sorry, but if I dunk on you like that, I'm for sure talking oh, shit to God. you. As well yes. you should. Yeah. Like, I... I sorry, not sorry. I'm going to throw some shade at you. I'm going to taunt a little bit, like... Give me a break. Of course I am. Taunting's part of sport. like Which is why when I win a bet, I tease you guys all the time because it's fun. Everyone loves it. Could you imagine Reggie Miller in this world right now? He wouldn't be able to say a word to anybody. No, absolutely Saw nailed it with the person. Like Isaiah Stewart is a... He's a nuisance. He's an irritant. Oh, yeah. He's an irritant. So you got to imagine there was 15 plays before Giannis did that. Totally. That, 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 mm-hmm. that, that just pissed totally. him off and the ref ignored that. They just let go. Right. They just let go. The ref ignored yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Uh, now that we all got that out of our system, we will talk about Devin Booker here <laughs> shortly or real quick. We told you guys last week that the Suns are going to be taking their time with Book this time around, making sure he is very healthy, but that very likely. I know we've made jokes about this, but it is a very likely possibility that the 15th, when we have our takeover, uh, the first one of the season, is when we will see the big three out there for the first time against the Timberwolves. If you want to come hang out with us, go phnx.com. But we were sharing all of this with you, and we've also heard 
Um, basically the exact same thing from Sham Sharania as well. I'm told Devin Booker is eyeing a potential return on this upcoming homestand that the Suns have. They play the Lakers mm. tomorrow night at home. Then they play OKC on Sunday. And then next Wednesday, they play the Timberwolves at home. So three-game homestand. The hope is that uh, in one of these games, Devin Booker is able to play. And then finally, you're able to get those three guys in the lineup together. So, yeah, the same thing that we've been telling you for a few days now. He is eyeing a return sometime with this, within this homestand. Um, I don't think it's going to be tomorrow not no. to burst anybody's bubble. I know it would be excited. It would be exciting if he was. We're getting the Elvaya jersey. We're getting the in-season tournament court for the first time. But I don't anticipate Devin being out there with it. No, why Why rush him back? Yeah. Give him till Wednesday. Let him, uh, let him get... A hundred percent, no doubt in it. And, you know, get a little, uh, you're going to have some practice time because they play Sunday. They don't play again until Wednesday. You'll have a day of practice that he can get in there uh, as well. I, I like that. It's it's going to be the same thing we just did with Brad. Yeah. To We play mm -hmm. Sunday. Brad had those three days. Comes in the middle of the week. Uh, uh, Bulls on Wednesday. Yeah. I think we'll see if it's something very similar with Devin. And I, I want to make this clear. If he doesn't play Wednesday, we're not going to trip. Yeah. Right? We're we not already gonna go made crazy. a deal. We, we made, made a pact. If he doesn't play Wednesday and it's Friday, hey, so be it. Like, just come back when you're ready, man. Yeah. Don't fuck up my takeover, Devin. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> For real, though. Hey, <laughs> For real. He's pissed off that Devin comes before, back early. Before that, though, if Devin says, hey, I'm ready to go, in the words of Public Enemy, uh, can't trust it, okay? <laughs> Don't. You just got to make sure oh, you as the man. medical staff are ready to go with Devin Booker until yeah. Wednesday. And then if Devin says, I'm ready to go, guys, you just let him play on Wednesday. <laughs> it's our take Help uh, us. I'm a little biased on that. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, I'm joking, no. obviously. Um, but we will likely see him uh, next week sometime, like I said. Probably not today. Probably not Sunday. It's a very good possibility. Definitely it really not today. is Wednesday. No, very, I meant very, tomorrow. Very good possibility that the takeover is Devin, the Big Three's uh, debut. Yeah. So go get y'all tickets, man. Honestly, Stop playing. it's going to be a blast. Go phnx.com. The ticket gets you a lower level ticket to the game and also pregame festivities over at the Desmond where food and beverage is also included as well. So it's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, you guys got any picks or any bets you're making on the DraftKings Sportsbook app tonight? Anything going on for you? Uh, I'm going to take... Or you take it a little bit of a break. Uh, yeah. I don't remember who the Chicago Bears are playing tonight, but I'm betting for them to win because uh, okay. Justin Fields ain't playing. The Chicago Bears suck. So whoever it is, uh, take them over the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the pick of the week by Espo, baby. Except if it's the Carolina <laughs> Panthers nope. with the worst the quarterback in the league. No. Oh, my God. Have you seen the guy that the Bears are playing? Yeah, the guy he's, from he's the a, Division Two. He's not even a Thursday. No. He's a Bro, he's, he was from Division Two. Did you two. see his receivers? I don't... Pff. I don't care who he's throwing it to. Take yeah. take the Carolina Panthers and take it to the I bank. I know I'm minus you. 80, but you should take the Bears. <laughs> I know more people are going to watch day two of the NBA draft than this <laughs> oh, game. Oh, no. Well, here's the deal, you guys. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code PHNX. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. So, Listen, that five bucks, whether you're for or against, will get you $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, with that code, PHNX. The crown is yours. Here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsible gaming resources. I'm Sucko. getting better at this. Good job. Suck it, Ontario. You got to always say that. Lindsay, you becoming a cheat code. <laughs> do you do this at home like no, you practice this? I don't. In front of the mirror. I don't, I don't believe you. You're getting good. Thank you. You're fantastic. That was well, the best one. I appreciate that. Because you guys are just gassing me up on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon. Big fan. Uh, listen, you guys, if you have not joined Circle K's Inner Circle yet, now is a great time to do so. It's a free membership program. You save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. And you also get every six free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, ice cold 
fountain drinks, and you save three cents per gallon every single day. So join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Um, so a lot of people in the chat, we'll just round out with a couple questions here. We're wondering what you guys think as far as Bradley Beal's minutes are going to look like tomorrow. I think you think they to, keep them the probably same? Probably a little bit more, but not much. Yeah. I think 20, 20, 25 to 28. They go to overtime. He'll play in overtime. Yeah. <laughs> but can I, Ashley in the, in the chat says, get stuffed Ontario. I like that phrasing. Ooh. I think I might use that. I, I think she was the one word. that said she's from Australia and I like get stuffed Ontario. Get stuffed is a really good <laughs> insult because it's like enough. But it's also very PG, yeah. you know? And and it makes you go, huh, what? Okay. <laughs> you still know what it means, though. <laughs> yeah. But How is that more PG? Because technically the word, it's like saying frick instead of the F word. Like so if, that's, so that's, if your kid in school goes, stuff yourself. Yeah. You're cool with that? I wouldn't. I would be rather <laughs> that than if they say something else in like school. If they're like, what the frick? Yeah, well, you because, can say get, I tell Rose she could say get stuffed at school. Because there's a difference. <laughs> Better than get effed. You can get way more in trouble for dropping the actual word, you where could, if you drop true. something else, you can't get in as much trouble, even the if the insinuation is still there. Ashley's a he, by the way. It, it's all about intent. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ashley. I used to get knocked around when I was young. I used to just go, shoo. Oh, shoo. shoo. Yeah, my punch right in the head. Bah! Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you know what it's my... all about intent. Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. No. You yeah. mean to say shit. Word, words have no meaning. We place them in we there. Do. Absolutely. That, that's why my kid could say the F word at home, just not at school, yeah. because other people take offense. Um, I My favorite like PG <laughs> version of a bad word is heck. I think it is the funniest thing when children, you see them on social media, they're not allowed to cuss, and they're like, I'm so heckin' mad. I'm as mad as heck. <laughs> That what the heck? Every time. <laughs> anyway, little random rant there to end the day. But thank you guys for joining us. Frick we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You can't say it's not funny. He said, "Frick those kids." Oh, those kids. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It man. doesn't. It but doesn't it's get funny. you off the hook. It doesn't. <laughs> it's funny, but it's. Will they say intent is three fifths you know. of the law? Possession. Possession. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it. Oh, I think it lasts all the time. Quick on that. Possession. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Me and Splash were running it back in the day. You guys hiding in your cars, huh? Don't, don't do that background check that you never did on me, all right? See, Buddha gets it. Buddha said you could be talking about eating at a buffet. It's the plausible deniability. I bring it up all the time. You got to have an out, you guys. Man, Buddha, anyway. don't stop yourself. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow we have a pre-game show for you guys 30 minutes before tip-off so plan to come hang out with us then thank you all for joining us and having a little bit of fun uh, we appreciate you if you're here on youtube hit that thumbs up on your way out and if you are listening wherever you get your audio podcast rate review and subscribe and also don't forget to follow the show on twitter at phnx underscore sons you can also give me a follow if you'd like at lindsey smith az you can follow saul at saul underscore bookman you can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Stick around for the PHNX Rising Show and get stuff! Ahoy, hoy! <laughs>